Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 28th of March. We continue to ask, what did Jesus say as we follow through on our journey of Lent? And today is day 30 and we are in John chapter 16, specifically listening to Jesus in verse 20. And Jesus says in verse 20, Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. Here in this one very simple verse, we hear Jesus speaking to us incredible words of hope. They are realistic words. They don't try to change what's going to happen. They don't try to promise us a better future than we will actually face. But they do show us that God has a plan for us. And although there may be difficulties ahead, Jesus has a wonderful promise of hope at the end of it. He tells us very clearly that there are going to be times whenever we are weeping and mourning. And yet whenever we look around at the world, the world will be rejoicing. Primarily, Jesus is once again speaking to his disciples about his forthcoming crucifixion. And he's obviously referring to it here and saying to them, look, the world will carry on as normal. The world will celebrate and do all the things that the world normally does. But I am going to be crucified. And as I go to the cross and I suffer and die, then you will weep and you will mourn and you will grieve. But that is not the end. There is going to be joy at the end because that grief will turn to joy. Jesus will rise from the dead. There will be hope that death has lost its sting, that death is no longer able to hold Jesus Christ back, but Jesus is going to triumph. And so the grief will turn to joy. And that is the joy that is offered to each one of us as we follow Jesus Christ. That yes, our sin is worthy of death, but Jesus brings life and hope. And this then follows in many other areas of our lives as well. That there will be times as we follow Jesus Christ where things will not go our own way. And we will weep and mourn and grieve. Others around us will carry on rejoicing, oblivious to what we're going through. But Jesus promises us that even in those situations, our grief will turn to joy. You can imagine that first Easter morning, what happened? The disciples had witnessed Jesus breathing his last on the cross. He had been brought down from the cross and put in Joseph of Arimathea's tomb. And then a couple of days later, suddenly Mary rushes into the middle of the disciples to tell them, I have seen the Lord. And that is the most incredible um, story that, that Mary is telling them, that Jesus is alive. And immediately in that moment, Mary turns from grief to joy and the promise that Jesus has made is fulfilled right there and then. But it also follows with us that as we face difficulties and problems, 
There is a joy ahead that we can look to. As Adam Ramsey says, trials cannot steal your joy for in Christ's hands they have become your personal servants preparing you for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Sin cannot steal your joy for in Christ's atoning death you have received not only the gift of forgiveness for all your sins but the gift of repentance which is itself a grace. And then Adam makes this wonderfully insightful point. He says, have you ever considered that there is a day on God's calendar when someone's eye will leak out the very last recorded teardrop in human history? We think of Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4, where there will be no more crying and no more mourning, no more pain and suffering. And on that particular day, Jesus will catch that final tear with his finger and announce, Okay, that's it. No more death, no more mourning, no more pain, no more loss. From here on out, it is only going to be joy. You have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice And no one will take your joy from you. So we're going to read from verse 16 to verse 24 of chapter 16. But before we do, let us pray together. Jesus, you are a great saviour. Everything that grieves me right now, I bring to you and entrust it to your hands because I am confident that you will turn every one of those sorrows into joy. Thank you for your resurrection. Thank you that this world is not how it will always be. Thank you that you are coming back just as you promised. Deepen my joy in you today and every day after it until you bring me home into the eternal joy of being with you. Amen. And then let's read John chapter 16, verses 16 to 24. Jesus went on to say, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me. At this some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? And because I am going to the Father. They kept asking, what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand what he is saying. Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this. So he said to them, are you asking one another what I meant when I said, in a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? Very truly, I tell you, You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you. Now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. 
In that day you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Amen.